everybody. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. We've seen a lot of strange things over the last few months, but a couple of months ago, I saw possibly the strangest of them all. As I walked out of my office and walked into the kitchen, I saw Rachel, who was sat on our family computer, playing Minesweeper. I'm conscious that anyone who's younger than I am probably doesn't have a clue what Minesweeper is. Minesweeper was a computer game that's almost as old as I am. And the aim of the game is to click through a minefield and not hit any bombs with just a simple number system to guide you on your way through. It really was as exciting as it sounds to play, but uh, there were many a a time where I spent plenty of time wasting time on it when I was younger. Although Minesweeper is an ancient game that Rachel has recently rediscovered, for some people, being a Minesweeper is a job, and it's certainly not a job that I would want to do. These guys go out into a real-life minefield armed just with a metal detector, and they lead people forwards, ideally without encountering any mines, until they reach their destination. I can only imagine how brave you must need to be in order to do that job. One thing I do know, though, is if I had to cross a minefield, I would be following the minesweeper. I would be following their every move, their every step. I would not take a step out of the place they told me that was safe. Even with all the dangers around me, I would put my trust in the person who had gone before me. Today, we are all walking through a minefield of our own. We are walking through the minefield of life together. Life isn't always easy. It has its fair share of challenges and hidden surprises. Sometimes just one false step can blow up and send our lives into a spiral and off the course that we'd intended. Sometimes we don't even need to take a false step. Sometimes something just unexpected happens and we're left trying to deal with the fallout of it. But as we've heard in this passage, the great news is that we are not left on our own to to navigate the minefield of life. Rather, Hebrews tells us that Jesus has gone before us and navigated a path through the minefield that we can trust, that we might be able to safely follow him and walk through all that life throws at us. Today we are going to consider how as we encounter the faithfulness of Jesus, he can help us to navigate this minefield of life that we find ourselves in and ultimately come out the other side safe and unharmed. And the first thing that we need to know from this passage is that in the minefield that we are all living through, we are not alone. In verse 15, we're told that we do not have a high priest, that is Jesus, 
who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who's been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. This was a message for a church who were not only experiencing the minefield of life, but these guys had mines going off all around them. Life for them was tough. It was scary. It was difficult. It was different. They were struggling to trust Jesus in and through it all, just as we heard last week. And yet in all the hardship that they were facing, the writer wants them to know that they are not alone. Jesus understands all that they are going through. Jesus was not living through the exact same moment as these early Jewish Christians were living through. Nor did Jesus live through a global pandemic like you and I are living through today. But ultimately, the core root of all the problems that we will face in this life is the sinfulness, brokenness, and weaknesses of our own humanity. Whether it's the greed of the few that leaves many with so little, or it's the disease that takes life away, or it's the weakness and the frailty and our own lack of faith to trust God in the situations of life that we are facing. All these things work towards the challenges that we face in our world today. When we are facing challenges and trials in life, when minds are going off all around us, it can be easy to feel like we are all on our own. Especially in this moment, whilst for our own safety and well-being, we are all being told to isolate from one another and keep distant from one another, it's easy to feel like we are all alone, that no one understands how we are feeling and what we are facing. But the message in this passage is that you are not alone. Jesus has been where you have been. Jesus was the, not only the son of God, but he was the son of a woman. Jesus left the fullness of heaven and he stepped down and he embraced humanity. He understands. And as Jesus did so, he knows what it's like to be tempted to do the wrong thing. He knows what it's like to encounter pain and grief. He knows what it's like to face our own mortality. He knows what it's like to face uncertainty and doubt. No matter what you are facing today, Jesus knows and he understands. He identifies with you and he can relate to you. He has walked the path that you are walking through the minefield of life. But he has safely made it to the other side. In all that you're facing today, please can I encourage you this morning to know that you are not alone. You are not the only one who understands, even if you feel alone. Jesus knows what that feels like. He understands what you are facing this morning. There is no one situation that's too big for him, too difficult for him, too bad for him, that he is unable to understand. Whatever you're facing today, please know that you are not alone. 
Jesus understands and he is able to empathize with all that you are facing this morning. Not only does Jesus understand your circumstances, but in the midst of, the, of life that we are all living together, we can approach Jesus and know that in the minefield of life, we will be safe. Jesus experienced the weaknesses and difficulties of humanity. He navigated the course of life and came out the other side. So the message to the church is regardless of our struggles, let's draw near to Jesus. If you want a doctor to understand how unwell you are feeling, the only way that you're going to, that the doctor is going to be able to empathize with you and care for you is if you're able to turn up to him and speak to him and open yourself up to him. As a church family, we want to love and care and support for everyone who's connected in this church and in this community. But the only way that we are able to empathize with you is if you're able to come and speak to us. And it's the same with Jesus. Jesus wants to support you and help you through all that you are facing. But in order for him to do so, you first need to approach him and open yourself up to him. Sometimes we can maybe feel reluctant to approach Jesus because we're worried about how he will respond to us and what he really thinks about us. Jesus is good, he's holy, he's God, he's perfect. What would he really think of me? If I was to approach him, what would Jesus really think if he knew what I really thought, what I really felt, what I really do? But look at how verse 16 tells us Jesus responds as we approach him. He doesn't respond with judgment and discipline, nor does he look at us condescendingly thinking, guys, I've been on this journey that you've been on. I understand. How are you making such a meal of it? Instead, we're told that we can approach God's throne with confidence and receive mercy and grace as we do so. Instead of judgment, we receive mercy and compassion. Instead of punishment, as we draw near to Jesus, we receive grace and forgiveness. And all of this is because of Jesus. We can approach the throne of God with confidence, no matter how mucky and lost we get in the minefield of life, no matter how many minds blow up in our faces, no matter how many false steps we make. Jesus has made a way that takes all the muck and all the damage and the mistakes that we make in life. And instead of leaving us to deal with the consequences of them all, he takes the burden away from us that we might receive mercy and grace before God instead of the judgment and the punishment that we rightly deserve. Ultimately, one false step on a mind in real life, can leave us our life in danger. But with Jesus, 
as we step on the minds of life, as we, follow, as we seek to live out our lives today, we can still have hope. As you approach Jesus, no longer will you be affected by all the challenges and all the mistakes that you've made. Instead, Jesus puts himself in your place. And ultimately, once and for all, Jesus paid the price for your mistakes as he went to the cross and died in your place, in my place, that we might have hope today. This morning, please know that you can approach the throne of God with confidence because of Jesus. The minefield of life no longer needs to leave its mark on you. All that stuff has been taken away So today, whatever it is that you are facing, and especially if you've never made this step before, can I encourage you just to take that one first step towards Jesus this morning? Can I invite you to draw near to him? In him, you can have hope. And it is through him that you can come to God with confidence and receive all the help that you need, whatever you are facing. And as you draw near to Jesus, can I also encourage you to follow his lead? In chapter 5, we're told what enabled Jesus to navigate the minefield of life so well. And today, there is plenty that we can still learn from Jesus's example. Firstly, in verse 7, we're told how he prayed and was heard by God because of his reverent submission to him. How many of us submit when we pray? Submission isn't something that we're very good at. How easy it is for us to say that we believe, but then to live the rest of our lives without even thinking about God, never mind submitting to him. Jesus submitted to God as he navigated through the minefield of life. He submitted as he dedicated his life in prayer, ultimately praying on his way to the cross, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus was willing to submit in his life to God. I wonder today where you might submit to your life to God. And as you do so, how might you see God work in and through your life and in and through all of the situations and the challenges that you are facing today as you submit your life to him? Not only did Jesus submit to God, but he also obeyed God. It's one thing to know what God wants us to do, but it's another thing to do it. God tells us, to not gossip. He tells us that we should love our neighbours as we love ourselves. God tells us to be generous and sacrificial because our treasure is in him, not in what we can amass in our world uh, uh, today. God tells us these things because they're uh, lessons and and a roadmap to lead us through and help us to navigate this minefield of life that we are all working through. But the question is, will we obey him? If you are finding that minds just keep going off all around you, maybe it's time you consider whether you need to listen and follow Jesus' example more closely. Maybe you're not obeying 
And if you were to obey, if you were to stay within the lines that Jesus has set out for you, you'd find you'd come across far fewer minds than you are currently doing so. Jesus even obeyed when times got tough. And he suffered as a result. Jesus never promised us an easy life. But he does promise us that God is faithful. Just because God is faithful doesn't mean, though, that we won't suffer. In each moment of all that you face, even when times are tough, even when you suffer, God will faithfully still be standing by your side, giving you all the help and all the support that you need for that moment. Life may not be easy, but you will never be left to face it alone. Because God is faithful as you put your trust in him and as you follow Jesus' lead. Ultimately, because Jesus submitted and because he obeyed, God lifted Jesus up and exalted him. Even as he died, Jesus was lifted up by God. And of course, death did not win the day. Instead, Jesus not only rose again, but God exalted him and lifted him up to be the one who is above and beyond all things over all of heaven and earth. If we are, to, are willing to follow Jesus' lead, if we are willing to submit to him, if we're willing to obey him and suffer for him, not only will we come through the minefield of life, but ultimately we will be lifted up with Jesus. And as we are lifted up, even the greatest troubles that we are facing will be transformed as we step into the fulfillment of who we are in him. We are all walking through a minefield of life. And we will all come across our fair share of minds and challenges as we do so. But in Jesus, we can have faith no, no matter how challenging the path of life that we are following might be. We can have faith because Jesus has walked that same path that we are walking and he understands all that we are facing we can have faith because, as we, uh, because we can approach God and we can uh, encounter his faithfulness as we follow his example. And as we do so, as we draw near to Jesus, as we follow his lead, we can be confident that even the most help, hopeless and most challenging of situations will be transformed as we encounter the hope on life that we have in our faithful God. And we can know that we will emerge from the minefield of life safely on the other side without a scratch as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your faithfulness. And Lord, we praise you that in all the challenges of life, Lord, we are not left on our own. That even when we feel like no one else understands all that we are facing, Lord, we can know that you understand. Because you are the God who came and lived amongst us. You have walked the same walk that you have. 
and you can sympathize with all our struggles and all our weaknesses. Lord God, we pray that we will continue to fix our eyes on you and that we would draw near to you. Lord, would we stick close to you as we're navigating our way through this life, knowing that when we are near your side, nothing is going to be able to overcome us. And Lord, may we also, as we stick close to you, follow your lead. May we live our lives as you would have us live. And Lord, may we know that as we do so, you are faithful, you are good, you will not let us down. And we can have confidence that no matter what life throws at us, we will emerge and experience the true hope and life that you have given to each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.